This conversation originally aired on Koinonia, which can be heard Monday through Friday at 2 p.m. on Faith Talk 1360 in Phoenix or online at faithtalk1360.com. Today I am keeping another promise to the American people by nominating Judge Neil Gorsuch of the United States Supreme Court to be of the United States Supreme Court. Kathy Herod, uh, what's your initial reaction? My initial reaction last night was I actually got teary and started crying. Um, mm. And that's not my normal reaction. It's not. That's pretty it, powerful. But that, it, you know, it, it just showed me how incredibly important, you know, our trust is not in princes or kings. Our trust is in the Lord. But to have this turnaround in our country, to have the ability to see the United States Supreme Court reshaped in our time is just an incredible blessing and opportunity. Um, and it, it could have gone so incredibly different. Kathy Herod, Center for Arizona Policy, our guest as we continue the conversation about President Trump's nomination of Judge Neil M. Gorsuch from the 10th Circuit Court of Appeals. And we've got about a decade of record uh, of him being on the bench. And that's really helpful as we uh, were just talking with David Cortman from ADF. And, and, you know, that's really kind of the standard. We've had judges, not to name in particular, that we don't really know where they're going to stand on these big cases. That's right. And his, his record, um, we do have a record that should be very encouraging to all who are concerned about religious freedom and life especially. Uh, I know you were uh, eager to get home uh, last night to make sure and watch. Uh, you know, social media just allows us to, to know so much more about each other. Uh, but uh, you made it home. When you said you were teary-eyed, that really did kind of shock me because that's you don't react that way. We were at uh, a pro-life gathering of uh, pro-life people that work uh, on the front lines uh, about a month ago. And everyone was uh, kind of positive, encouraged that, uh, you know, we might see some some light in this particular area. Uh, how does this how does this rank? I mean, I, 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 I immediately being the cynic I am seeing the uh, immediate reaction from the extreme left and how much they are opposed kind of gave me kind of gave me hope. Well, and Judge Gort, on the life issue, um, there's much to be hopeful for as far as what the administration is doing, the moves that they're making. I was at the March for Life in Washington, D.C., um, heard Vice President Pence in person, Killian Conway in person. Um, it's, you know, the, the sense is there's much more to come. And so that is very encouraging. On Judge Gorsuch, um, my understanding is that there's only one case that really involves abortion that he's been engaged in but that he did a strong dissent to a case that involved Planned Parenthood. Um, and so it, it seems like he understands some of the issues with states trying to um, regulate Planned Parenthood and that type of thing. You know, it's only a dissent. It's a, you know, you know I don't know the full um, details about the case, but it, it's encouraging. On the life front also, he's written a book on right. euthanasia, mm -hmm. and uh, um, it's called The Future of Assisted Suicide in Euthanasia. And let me just share one quick quote. He said, he, and he's quoting the book as saying, human life is fundamentally and inherently valuable, and that the intentional taking of human life by private persons is always wrong. Hmm. Amen. It's an incredibly strong quote from a book that he wrote on euthanasia. So 
So I, I'm encouraged. Amen and amen, right? I, uh, I, I'm just... I'm kind of beside myself because I, I had no idea. Did Was there any inkling of this nomination when you were in D.C. last week? Yes. Um, over the last – well, of course, President Trump had, had the list of 21 judges during the campaign season. And I would say over the last month it was fairly well known or you would, you would hear about it that it was narrowed down to maybe four different candidates. And then when I was in D.C. last week, everyone thought it was – it would be either Gorsuch or Judge Hardiman, maybe Judge Pryor still having an outside shot at it. But um, it seemed pretty clearly that everyone thought it would be Gorsuch or Hardiman. And so that trial balloon had kind of drifted out, to put it in those terms. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so it wasn't a surprise. You know, totally last night, I would say the Trump administration did a, a very, you know, they rolled it out very well. Some of our national pro-life leaders like Tony Perkins and Marjorie Dannenfelder were in the room when it was announced. And yeah, so it's nice to see pro-life leaders back in the White House. Wow, and uh, the mention of faith. In fact, you know, Kathy, I know one of your particular driving forces is family, women and unborn, and, uh, you know, everyone has uh, a right to life. And uh, your love of God and how he has called you to the mission you're on. I want to play a cut from last night's speech Uh, hearing the judge talk about his faith and family. I am so thankful tonight for my family, my friends, and my faith. These are the things that keep me grounded at life's peaks and that sustain me in its valleys. To Louise, my incredible wife and companion of 20 years, my cherished daughters who are watching on TV, (laughs) and all my family and friends, I cannot thank you enough for your love and for your prayers. I could not attempt this without you. What did you think about that? Well, that certainly was from the heart. There was another tender moment when um, he kind of kissed his wife on the side of her forehead when President Trump was speaking. That was just a, a very sweet picture of the two of them. And it's a reminder to all of us that we need to pray for Judge Gorsuch and his family because they are about to go through... A, nom, uh, you know, a, a confirmation process that will be anything but um, so, nice and lovely. I yeah. mean, there are some signs that maybe it won't be as ugly as it could be and that maybe the Democrats will go ahead and you know, have enough support for his nomination. You know, the thing to point out, this is replacing Justice Scalia, and another sign of, ju- of Judge Gorsuch's character was, you know, when he received word that Justice Scalia had passed away last year, the quote was that he immediately lost his breath and couldn't see for the tears. Hmm. So Judge Gorsuch is someone who greatly respected Judge Justice Scalia. There's an Internet picture going around of the two of them out fishing. Yeah. And so, you know, we've got a man of character, a man of heart, and we need to pray for him. But this is not the ball game. Um, the ball right. game will be the next um, vacancy on the U.S. Supreme Court. And so whether it's Justice Ginsburg or Justice Kennedy or Justice Breyer deciding to retire at the end of this term, that's when the really big fight will come. So there'll be a big fight over Gorsuch, but the really big one will be the next vacancy of one of the moderate to liberals on the court. And that's when, you know, we could really start to see some turnaround and the the United States Supreme Court really doing the job they're supposed to do. Yeah, I'm wondering if the fact that he was confirmed to the uh, Tenth Circuit by voice vote unanimous with uh, numerous Democrats that are still in uh, office uh, voting for him, 
But then, you know, uh, I, I mentioned my cynicism. Uh, uh, Nancy Pelosi, Judge Gorsuch's radical views on women's rights are deeply troubling to everyone fighting to protect our care. Wow. Yeah, it should matter, but it's not going to. And it's like, you know, I heard, um, you know, I heard one Democrat senator referencing, oh, how did he put it, modern political thought or something like that. Yeah. No, um, you know, this is about ju- jurisprudence and judicial philosophy. Uh, you know, and the other thing, when they talk about what happened with Merrick Garland and President Obama's nomination of Merrick Garland, you know, this really, I mean, that was not unprecedented for um, a judicial nominee to the Supreme Court to not be confirmed in the final year of someone's presidency. Right. That that was not unprecedented. That was not um, the first time that ever happened. And, you know, this, you know, I sit there and I listen to all this, and I think back to when Robert Bork was nominated for the U.S. Supreme Court and what the Democrats did to Justice Bork, I mean, to, to, who should have been Justice Bork, yeah. but to Judge Bork. So there's a long history of ugliness with Supreme Court nominees because the stakes are so high. So, again, it's a reminder to to really pray for Judge Gorsuch, all those involved, and especially for his family, because it, it's not fun for families to go through this type of um, gauntlet, to put it that way. Yeah, yeah, in fact, if I could make a recommendation that maybe his daughters not watch uh, any of the confirmation <laughs> uh, hearings, it's probably not going to be pretty. Um, let's uh, talk nuts and bolts just for a second. What an incredibly impressive resume he has, and he's young. I told I I said to Mary, I said, "Wow, he's only forty nine. This could be awesome." Yeah, exactly. And on the you know, let me point out that on religious liberty, that he really does have a terrific record on religious freedom. Um, he was on the Hobby Lobby side that he thought, of course, the U.S. Supreme Court upheld Hobby Lobby's right to. Um, not have to provide abortion drugs and services to its employees. Um, Judge Gorsuch had, had already um, had done a ruling on that. Um, and then he also was on the side of the Little little Sisters of the Poor and their fight against Obamacare and whether Little Sisters of the Poor would have to provide for contraception and abortive fashion. So he's, got, he's done two really strong um, positions on religious freedom. And then he also had another um, ruling. I've not read these rulings yet. But he also was on the side of being able to display the Ten Commandments in a governmental um, arena, is my understanding. So he's, you know, he's got some, some traction on religious freedom and appears to understand the role of the First Amendment in free exercise and establishment. So that, and that is the issue that is likely to come before the U.S. Supreme Court the most quickly, or it could. And that's the one we're the most concerned about, is, what, you know, is the government going to start to compel Americans to choose between their livelihood and their faith. Yeah. Kathy Harrod, Center for Arizona Policy here on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. You're listening to Koinonia. We've got a couple of moments left here, Kathy, and I don't want to uh, have you on the phone and not talk about what's going on in our very own legislature right here that we need to be praying about and finding out more about. Well, um, it's a season when bills get introduced, and by next week, all the bills will be introduced. So, um, I would encourage people to go to azpolicy.org, click on our issues, click on our bill tracker. Um, we have legislation that will ensure that babies who survive abortions are given appropriate care and a chance to live rather than just left on a tray to die. Um, we're going to have um, rights of conscience, religious freedom protection for healthcare professionals at the end of life, and then school choice expansion. Um, so a lot of key issues going on at the legislature. Um, we covet your prayers. Um, sign up for our five minutes for families. Um, there are a lot of bad bills out there. So we've got a new feature where we're highlighting the bad bills of the week. So, mm. um, but yeah, it's, we're in, in, 
it is um, full speed ahead at the state capitol these days. And uh, it, there's lots of exciting. I'm I'm just so uh, excited about 2017 on so many levels, and uh, this could be one of those as well. I just want everybody to understand that even with these victories or potential victories, the battle is not over. You always remind us of that, Kathy, and uh, we're so grateful for what you do. Thank you very much. Yeah, and when, you know, it's not going to be all what we want from any government official, but we're at least making progress in the right decision, in the right direction, excuse me. Amen. azpolicy.org. Certainly sign up for 5 Minutes for Families and see how you can be a part of the process. And always, uh, they covet your prayers. Kathy, again, thank you for taking time today. I know you're super busy, but we appreciate it. And uh, all of our love to you, and thank you for what you do. Thank you so much, Tom. Appreciate it. Bless you. For questions or comments, please email Tom at faithtalk1360.com. That's Tom at faithtalk1360.com.